I wasn't recording that whole time. <laughs> Funny. Let's try that again. Hi friends, this is 30 going on 13. So I'm in my 30s, but I feel like I'm just now learning things that I wish I would have learned when I was 13. Turns out I have a lot of learning and healing to do, and this is where I'm gonna do it. So let's go, it's time to grow. So this is my first ever podcast episode, and here we are. First episode, sitting in my house, in my second bedroom, which I just turned into a podcast studio all within the last two weeks, I would say. So it's pretty surreal to be sitting here and filming this right now, but I'm very happy, very excited. No, 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 no me gusta. Let's try that one more time. Here we go, one more time. Everybody's feeling fine. Okay, full transparency, I recorded my introduction to this podcast not too long ago, and then I listened back while I was editing and I was like, dang, that's boring. This is not an accurate depiction of who I am. So here I am again recording the intro to my first podcast. It's like a pretty big deal, you know? It's like a first impression. I wanna not be boring because I'm not boring. I don't think I am at least. So I wanted to come across as the real me. So here I am recording it again. And what I decided that I'm gonna do is do something I wanna call me in 13. So basically I'm going to set a timer for 13 seconds on my phone. And in those 13 seconds, I'm going to introduce myself to you. So I'm gonna do my best to get as much information out about me as I can in 13 seconds because I don't think you need more than that to be honest. So timer is going on for 13 seconds. This is me in 13 and a three and a two and a three, two, one. My name is Sophia. I live in Long Island. I work at a school in Brooklyn. I'm a speech therapist full-time. I play soccer. I played in college, division one, full ride. I love my family. I love my friends. I love to work out. I love food. I love to read. Huh? <laughs> okay. And that's the timer. Also, I'm doing a 75 hard challenge. It's a life-changing challenge, which I highly recommend. And I'm sure I'll go into it more in depth in another episode, but I'm currently doing that. So I'm very proud of myself for sticking to it. And 75 hard pretty much led me here. So thank you to Andy Frisella for creating 75 hard. That's all I got right now. That's all you really need to know about me. And yeah, let's get right into this episode. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about why I'm here the concept of this podcast, how I came up with it, and how I got here. So here we go. This is 30 going on 13, baby. Episode one. Let's get it. Why did I choose to create a podcast? I could have done a million other things um, with my free time, but I chose a podcast. And why is that? So ever since I can remember, I loved being creative. I love to color, write, anything that I can do creatively, I absolutely love. So that's one side of me. And then another side of me that has to do with creating this podcast is I'm a very deep person. I like to connect with people on a very deep level. I can do superficial conversations, but I don't prefer it. If I could choose between a superficial conversation and a vulnerable and deep conversation, 1000% would choose the latter. I just love getting to know people, getting to know what they've been through, learning from other people's experiences, just getting close to someone on that level. So with that being said, having this really creative side to me and then having this deep, profound side of me as well and putting those two things together, I thought, why not make a podcast? So that's how I landed on the idea of making a podcast. And now going into the name, 30 going on 13. 
So I came up with this name and the whole podcast concept back in May. I was listening to another podcast actually, and the light bulb kind of went off in my head like, well, if this girl can do it, why can't I? And then it just snowballed into this whole concept. And I literally came up with the name and the concept and everything on that car ride home. So 30 going on 13 comes from the movie 13 going on 30. She's a 13 year old girl. She wants to fast forward through life and have a husband, have her career, live on her own, be in her 30s, living her best life. And I really resonated with that because that's exactly how I was. However, now that I'm actually 30, I'm single for the first time in my life, I feel like I am a 13-year-old girl. So what do I mean by that? I'm 30. Yes, I have a career. I own a home. Shout out to me. (laughs) Very proud of myself for that. I have bills. I'm responsible. I have a car. Yes, I'm 30 and I have responsibilities. But in terms of my heart and my mind at some points, I feel like I'm stuck. So yes, I'm 30 years old, but I feel like a big part of me is still 13. I'm just now learning things and lessons that I wish I would have learned when I was 13. The biggest lesson that I've learned recently is to love myself. I just learned that I need to 1000% fully love myself and put myself first before I put myself in a relationship with another person. So I'm just now learning this concept, which is wild. And some of you might be like, what girl? Like, are you good? (laughs) You're 30 and you're just now learning this. Yes, 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 yes. I am just now learning about self-love and how important loving yourself is for being truly happy. So I've recently been going on this inner growth journey and finally learning that I need to love myself and how to do that because it's easy, way easier said than done. And there are four big reasons as to why my self-love and inner growth journey did not start earlier. So the number one reason is that my mom was never taught about self-love. So I'm Hispanic. My mom's from Ecuador. My dad's from Uruguay. And in the Latin culture, or at least in my mom's household, family was first. My mom had to put her parents and siblings above all else. My mom could never put herself first or think about herself before anything else. If she did, it was very much so frowned upon. So for example, my mom told me the story that I'll never forget. My mom worked really hard as a teen and she saved enough money to buy herself a pocketbook. And she went to the store, got this nice pocketbook, ran home, was so excited to show her mom and showed her and was like, mom, mom, look, look what I, look what I got for myself and showed her the pocketbook. And my grandma's immediate response was, where's mine? So that story right there just like really hit me because it just shows that in that moment, my grandma did not once validate my mom's hard work, which is exactly what my mom wanted, but she never got it because my grandma made it all about her. And so growing up, my mom was under the impression that family comes first, parents come first. So my mom never, ever taught me, Sophia, put yourself first, love yourself. You know, you need to love yourself before you can be in a relationship with a man. She never had the vocabulary to pass that on to me, nor did she have any of the tools in her toolbox on how to love myself. She did not know how to teach me that because she didn't know herself how to do that. She was never taught how to love herself. So that's the first reason why my journey to loving myself did not start as a teen. The second reason is because of society. Growing up, self-love was not talked about, at least in my environment. My mom wasn't talking about it because she didn't know any better. 
But overall, on TV or at school even, like with friends or family, no one spoke about self-love and self-worth, self-trust. That was just not a topic of conversation back then as much as it is now. Now we have social media, we have Instagram, we have TikTok and podcasts. You literally can't avoid it. Um, But back then we didn't have that. All we had were TV shows and movies and the TV shows and movies that I was watching as a kid were fairy tales, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, even TV shows like Boy Meets World. And in those shows and movies, all that was depicted to me was the woman or the girl finding a man, falling in love and being happy. And so as a child, literally straight out the womb, I was under the impression that I needed a man to be happy. I needed to be a mom and have children to have purpose. I needed to have a family and a household to run to feel fulfilled. That was what my brain was telling me since I was a kid because of all of the external stimuli that my brain was sucking in. And so because of that, I always wanted to be a mom and a wife since I can remember. And that's all I've ever wanted. So that's kind of why I also went into relationships was because that was just my end goal was to be a mom. So the pressures from society, basically everything around me was just pointing to finding a man and be who I was destined to be, a wife. And so now I'm learning that all of that was BS, (laughs) honestly. It's frustrating, but also I'm very grateful that I'm seeing the light now, because it's better late than never, that I, I don't need a man to be happy. And for my whole life, I literally thought I needed a man to be happy. I thought that having a boyfriend or having a husband or having a big wedding, being a mom, that those were the things that would fill my cup and make me happy and feel whole and feel worthy. And so that's always what I was chasing after. And now that I've been single for a few months, honestly, I haven't thought about that, which is crazy because I literally told one of my best friends the other day, I was like, yeah, like, I don't care when I have kids. Like, I don't even care. I don't even know if I want a wedding. Like, I don't even care about a timeline anymore. And she was like, girl, are you okay? She was shook that that was what was coming out of my mouth because all of my friends knew growing up and like in college and high school, I was like, by this age, I'm going to be engaged. And then by this age, I'm going to be married and, and blah, blah, all that stupid shit. And it was so crazy now that I look back at it and like my poor boyfriends I had to hear that bullshit. <laughs> but now there's no timeline in my head, which is so freeing because now it's just like whatever is meant to be will be whatever happens, happens at whatever time it's supposed to happen and right now this is supposed to be happening I'm supposed to be dedicating all of my time and energy into myself for the first time in my life and I just feel so in love with myself I feel so happy so confident so all of that stuff that I used to think all of those ideas are just gone it's it's wild and now I can just focus on myself and then whenever a man comes into my life and is supposed to be in my life and makes it better and adds to it then so be it but I really honestly do not care when that is <laughs> and if that ever will be I'm sure it will be because I do want to get married and have kids still like for sure that hasn't changed it's just the pressure that I used to put on myself about that and like the timeline that's just gone so yeah whatever is meant to happen will happen and yeah it's been a long road to get here but I'm so happy that I'm finally here and then my third reason as to why my journey to loving myself did not start earlier is because I was always afraid 
of being alone. I always wanted to be with someone. I never wanted to be home alone. I always wanted to be going out, doing things with people, even something as silly as going to the supermarket or, I don't know, going to the park for a walk or literally anything, going to the movies, any kind of activity I always wanted to do with someone. I was always afraid of being alone. I don't even know if I was truly afraid of being alone. I mean, I guess to my core I was, but I also just didn't think that I needed to be alone. It just wasn't a thought in my head. So I just never craved it. I never thought about it. I was never curious about it. I always just wanted to be with people. I love people. I love talking. I love, obviously I have a podcast now. Clearly I love talking. (laughs) I just always wanted to be with people. So I was afraid of being alone, but also I just, I didn't know alone time was important. To go off of me being afraid of being alone, that also comes from society because the idea of being alone or lonely growing up was always looked down upon like in those movies and tv shows that we watched we saw a kid eating alone in the cafeteria and then he got bullied for it or we would see a girl go to prom by herself and she'd be crying on her way to prom because she didn't have a date so to me growing up I always thought that if you were alone you were a loser or you would get bullied or you'd get made fun of for it so seeing all of these interpretations of being alone made me just never want to do that it just always appeared to be such a bad thing it was always shown in a negative light if you were alone or spending time by yourself so why the hell would I want to do that (laughs) if the kid who's sitting alone is getting made fun of then no thank you I will not eat alone. And Jay Shetty actually talks about this in his book, Eight Rules of Love, which I highly recommend. He talks about the idea of loneliness and he mentions all of this in the book and that there's a difference between loneliness and solitude. And I'm just now learning about that, about how important it is to spend time by yourself, to learn all these things about you when you're alone that you can't necessarily learn about yourself when you're around other people. You really start to tap into this whole other side of you and it's very freeing and it feels very good now that I'm doing it. It's it's life-changing, but it took me a while to get here and to break that mold of thinking that being alone was a bad thing. So I'm very grateful to be on this journey and to be spending so much time with myself now for the first time in my life. Which leads me into the next reason as to why this inner growth journey didn't start earlier. So this podcast is called 30 Going on 13. 13 referring to the age, but also 13 for me is significant because for the last 13 years of my life, I have been in back-to-back serious relationships for 13 years. So this goes along with the idea of me clearly being afraid of being alone for 13 years. So since I was 17, my first relationship was in high school, June 7th, 2010, baby, shout out to you. I will never forget that date. So from that date until I believe it was May 17th, 2023, to get very specific, I was in back-to-back serious relationships, like literally back-to-back. I think the longest time that I was single in between relationships was about a month. So yeah, 13 years of my life has been dedicated to men. I And when I love, I love really hard. When I'm in a relationship, that's like all I think about. At least I'm going to rephrase that. That's all I thought about because it's going to be past tense. <laughs> that's not going to be me anymore. I'm still going to love really hard. I know that's not going to change. But I didn't see anything else besides the relationship when I was in it. So I would put that person first. I would bend over backwards for that person. My whole life revolved around that person when I was in those relationships. I would make sure he felt loved. I would do anything for the person that I was with. And so with that, I never really was able to focus on myself 
and who I was and what I wanted and what made me happy because I thought if he was happy and if I could make him happy, then I'd be happy. And that was my definition of happiness, making sure that my partner was happy. And it was just this vicious cycle trying to fill my cup based on what I was doing for someone else instead of trying to fill my cup based on what I wanted and what would make me happy. I was filling my cup by taking care of someone else or taking care of their needs, I should say. So yeah, for the last 13 years, I've been focused on other people, not even just boyfriends too, but for my whole life, I've, I've been a people pleaser. I've always been focused on my relationships with other people, with my mom, with my dad, with my brothers, friends, just making sure everyone around me is happy. Everyone around me is good. If everyone around me is good, then I am good. My definition of happiness was literally based on other people's happiness. If everyone's happy, Sophia's happy. And that's been my whole life. And for the last 13 years specifically, it was mostly with boyfriends that that focus was on. But now, you know, 13 years of it, I'm in this mindset of like, well, who the hell am I then if I'm not a girlfriend? And that's going to be a whole nother episode. But yeah, so that's the last reason as to why this inner growth journey did not happen earlier, because I was so busy focusing on everyone else besides me. And now for the very first time in my life, I'm committing my time and my energy and my love to myself. So it's been almost four months. Oh my God, not even four months. Damn. Um, of loving myself and putting myself first. And I've just been the happiest that I've ever been in my entire life in these last four months. And I'm alone. Go figure. I feel like I've learned a lot more in these past four months than I've learned in the last 13 years. So these are all the reasons why this journey of self-love and truly getting to know myself hasn't happened until literally this year, until I'm 30 years old. It's pretty sad to admit, but I'm glad it's actually happening now versus never. So yeah, I no longer believe that I can only receive love from other people. I understand that the love has to come from within me first. And if I can love myself, then honestly, that's all I need. And that's what I feel like right now. It's like I love myself so much that honestly, I really do not need a boyfriend. I do not want a boyfriend at all because I love myself so much and I'm filling my own cup. Like no one needs to come into my life to give me anything right now because I am perfectly content and happy by myself, which if you are friends with me, I know you're like clapping your hands so hard right now because you're just like, what the hell? Who is this girl? And my energy right now is so high. I am just on cloud nine that like I'm honestly scared to date. Like I used to want a boyfriend so bad and just feel so comfortable with a boyfriend. But now I feel so comfortable by myself and so at peace by myself that I'm scared to allow someone in to like possibly mess with that energy. So my standards are through the roof, which is a scary thought, but like a really great thought as well. So yeah. I'm feeling really good and feeling really excited to now finally know that I have to love myself first before I can love anybody else and before I can receive love from anybody else. So that's the journey I'm on and I'm very excited about it. And my hope for this podcast is to reach young girls who are in their teens, who want to rush into their 30s and want to rush into relationships and find a husband and have kids. and Literally just girls who thought like me. I want to reach them and be able to teach them lessons that I wish I would have learned when I was their age. If I could save them some of the hassle that I went through, then that would make my heart super happy. And I also 
I'm doing this podcast for my generation of women and men who are 30 or in their 30s or in their late 20s or in their 40s, but feel like you're a teenager. If there's anybody else out there that feels that way, that yes, you're an adult, like a functioning adult with an adult life, but you feel like you're still a teenager at heart, then I got you because I feel that. And I just want to talk about it and hopefully be able to relate with you guys and and make people feel less alone because I know that helps me to know that I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who thinks about this. I've talked about this with my friends when I told them I was going to make a podcast and what it was about. And every single person I've spoken to says they feel the exact same way. So that made me feel good. And that made me know that, okay, yeah, there are other people that do feel this way and I'm not alone and I'm not crazy for thinking this way. And then lastly, yes, this podcast is to help other people 100%, but this podcast is also here to help me. Honestly, I think that's the biggest reason that I'm here. This whole podcast journey is going to be really fun, really difficult, require a lot of my time and effort. It's going to show me that I can commit to something that's really difficult and do it, but do it really well. Not just do it, do it really well and follow through. I used to be the type of person that would say I would do something and then do it for like two weeks and then fall off and not do it again just because of life or whatever excuses I wanted to name. So this podcast is a chance for me to commit to something that I know I can be good at and actually follow through and stick with it. And no matter how many downloads I get or if this is quote unquote successful or not, I want to stick with it because this is a form of therapy for me in so many ways. There's so much that goes into it which means there's so much of my time that is needed to dedicate to myself, which I've never done before. So this is just an outlet for me creatively, but it's also just a commitment to myself. And then on top of that, creating this podcast is also, it's a form of therapy because I get to sit down and write my feelings and be vulnerable. I'm forced now to be vulnerable more often than not. Because what I tend to do, because I love to be happy and positive and think about all the good things in life because I'm super grateful, I tend to push away the negative icky feelings and just not look at them or not address them or not talk about them that much because they make me feel low or sad and I hate feeling sad. So I just pretend like they're not there sometimes. So I avoid what this podcast is doing for me is making me literally look at these things in the face and be like, yeah, hey, I see you. Let's address it. And literally writing it down on paper. And then on top of that, releasing it to the world. If you've made it this far, I'm grateful that you're supporting me. I truly, truly appreciate you taking the time to sit with me and allowing me into your headspace because I know that's a very protected space and special place. So I'm glad that you let me in. And this is 30 going on 13. I hope this helped you the way that it helped me. And if you enjoyed a little bit of today's episode and got something out of it the way that I did, then please tune in to the next one on Tuesday. I'll be releasing new episodes every single Tuesday, just ranging from so many different things, mental health, anxiety, panic attacks, fitness, health, relationships, self-love, my dating experiences, reparenting myself, alcohol, to literally everything. Any Anything mental or physical health will be talked about on this podcast. And I'm going to be talking about it in a way that I would talk about it with my best friends. And eventually I will have some people on the show and we'll do interviews, casual, uncomfortable, sit down, deep, real conversations with amazing people. So stay tuned for those. But for now, I'm going to be doing solo episodes, just getting into the swing of things and getting used to sitting down recording and then all the other stuff that comes with making a podcast happen, which is a lot of things. Like you have to do so many things. 
to create a podcast like at first you think about it you're like oh cool like just hit record upload it like no there's so many things to do yeah so i'm still learning you guys are literally on this ride with me you're on this ride of me learning how to create a podcast and get good at it because i will get good at it um and then also on this journey of loving myself and figuring that out figuring out how to be single figuring out eventually how to date like that's crazy i've never dated before so eventually i want to use the dating apps and i'll definitely be updating you guys on that and my journey because god only knows what's out there i am very scared so i don't know when that is but that'll be exciting and fun to film and record for you guys so i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope you enjoy getting to know me because i'm really excited to start communicating with you guys and answering any questions and if i can help just one single person from doing this podcast and all of this work then that is so worth it for me so yeah thank you for listening and see you on Tuesday. Happy healing!